ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Thursday, November 19th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone line, 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste, only 96 calories. It is the original light beer. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up on the program later on this hour, uh, C.J. Harvey from WCHS. He's also got a side project. He is part of a project. They call it the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Podcast and Mike Hamrick, the guest on this week's edition of the podcast. So we're going to talk to CJ, give you kind of an idea of what was on the show, not give you all the surprises because, well, we want to encourage you to listen to the podcast. So CJ is going to join me here in a little bit. We'll get your phone calls in. You can also join me on Twitter at Paul Swan. Facebook, you've got several options. We've got a brand new group. You can find our Facebook group, The Drive with Paul Swan Group. It's what we've got it named right now, and you can be a part of that. And you can share your love for sports with like-minded people, a group of people who listen to this show. So you can learn more about the people who listen to this show, get together with them. You can interact with me on social media. It's a great place to do it. It's our Facebook group. And all you have to do is search The Drive with Paul Swan Group, and we will approve you. We will let you in. And then you can be a part of the fun. So one of the things that has been a constant is that we're going to have to be flexible when it comes to schedules. Football, basketball, all the schedules are going to have to be flexible because, unfortunately, the COVID-19 pandemic continues and there's still a surge going on right now. We don't know when that's going to trend downward. It's impacting athletics, uh, winter sports on hold right now in the state of West Virginia. They've rescheduled games all across the tri-state area, Ohio, Kentucky, our region. We've got a lot of games that have been rescheduled. We've got high school games that we don't know will be played until Saturday in West Virginia when the color-coded map comes out. So a lot of things are going on right now, and a lot of things are being adjusted because of that map. Well, One thing I thought maybe would get adjusted isn't going to be. At least it doesn't seem like it. The College Football Playoff Management Committee agreed to keep the playoff on its current timeline and name a national championship planned for July, January 11th. So they're going to do that in Florida. January 11th in Florida, they're going to crown a champion. Unless, this is big, unless the coronavirus pandemic forces a scheduled change. This is what Bill Hancock told ESPN. Now, the College Football Playoff Management Committee, made up of 10 FBS commissioners and Notre Dame Athletics Director Jack Swarbrick, also determined that if a semifinalist is unable to play because of COVID-19, if a semifinalist not able to play COVID-19 disruption after Selection Day on December 20th, the selection committee would not choose a replacement team. Hancock declined to speculate on what might happen, but said the committee would continue to do its due diligence between now and selection weekend. So no replacement team is unable to fulfill their slot. What happens? That's going to be an interesting one to find out. Could we, by default, not have a national champion? What if all four come down? You've got your four selected and all of a sudden – Nobody can go. 
What do you do then? I would not want to be on that committee right now. I would hope that if you're selected, all of a sudden it's going to be massive lockdown. You're going to do everything you possibly can come up with to lock your kids down. And you've heard coaches and you've heard other people who are in athletics talk about how a lot of the kids, they just like being with the team. They don't want to go back home. If you have an open week, you usually get a, maybe some opportunity to go home, get a chance to recuperate, see your family. Can't do that now. And the programs that are going to lock down the best are the ones that are going to prosper. Right now, Marshall's one of those programs that have locked down, having a, a good year despite the pandemic, having a good year. And so if a team is selected for this thing, that's going to be interesting. If a semifinalist is unable to play, a replacement team is not going to be selected. I mean, at least the basketball tournament had the the good good smarts. Here, you can't play, so you're out. We've got a backup team. Now, what would you do? Say number four team can't go, you take the number five team? Would you do that if you had your way? Or like, no, if you can't go, you can't go. What if it comes down to just, okay, two teams can't go? Well, they're going to play. They're going to play for the championship. It would have to be that way, I would think. I mean, it depends. If there's three teams left, does one team get a bye? What what happens here? So that's interesting to say the least. Uh, some other news coming out today. First of all, we know Marshall and Boise State are not playing this year, but we do have a makeup date. I hope we get to it. It's a, It feels like it's a long time away. The rescheduled game now will be played in 2027. Game was set to be played this year, postponed due to the virus, and now it's been rescheduled to 2027. This first came out on fbschedules.com. And so that's a long time away to see the Herd and Boise State play here. Huntington, Joan C. Edwards Stadium. That's how football schedules work. You you can't find an open date until seven years later. Okay, I guess that's uh, that's going to have to happen here. I know that's a big disappointment. You're really, if you're a Herd fan, you're excited about Before this schedule got blown to pieces, you were excited about this schedule. You thought, okay, this is pretty good. Some good teams coming to Huntington. Boise State's got a little little swagger to them. That's a good team. Marshall was very competitive with them last year. Could possibly be competitive with them again. Um, I will say this, though. I, I I did like having Appalachian State come in here. That was fun. Appy State, Marshall, that was definitely fun. I hope we see that on a more regular basis. I would almost would entertain Marshall being in the Sun Belt just to see them. I mean, Coastal Carolina, I, I kind of like some of those teams in the Sun Belt. A few years ago, maybe not, but I like how the Sun Belt has handled its business, and now it's it's a team, uh, it's a conference with some good teams in it. Yeah, I don't know how long that's going to last, but yeah, Mid American Conference, uh, I, I like some of the teams there. Still, you have a history with them. I like Ohio. I like beating Miami. At the same time, I like Middle. I like Western Kentucky. I'm starting to really enjoy the Charlotte series. Old Dominion's got some potential there. The Florida schools, I'm going to be honest with you. 
I'm starting to the, to grow attached to these East Division schools, Southern Miss, UAB. So, had my way, I would have sort of a, a conference of my choosing. I'd have the teams I liked. Southern Miss is welcome. UAB's welcome. Appalachian State welcome. Western Kentucky welcome. Middle Tennessee welcome. Charlotte, yeah, okay, I take Charlotte. I take Charlotte. I'd have to think about the rest. Some hardware. I guess they give you a hardware. I guess they give you a certificate, a trophy, a plaque. I don't know what they give you. But Grant Wells, selected as the Manning Award Quarterback of the Week. That's a pretty big deal. Of all the quarterbacks in all the land, he was the one selected as the Manning Award Quarterback of the Week. So that's that's huge for him. Really showing what that young man can do. He's having an outstanding season so far. Marshall has not missed a beat. Do you remember Isaiah Green? You probably don't now because Grant Wells has come in, taken the team as his own, and you're enjoying every moment of it so far. So congratulations to that young man. Thursday night football tonight. Listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 right after the Doc Holiday show. That's happening tonight, by the way. Doc Holiday show tonight, followed by Thursday night football. Arizona Cardinals, Seattle Seahawks, 820 will be kickoff air time for us is 8 o'clock. You can enjoy it right here at ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. On the other side of the break, C.J. Harvey from WCHS when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, while you're getting my podcast, you can get another podcast. Yes, right. You can download the Mountaineer Media Podcast. Ever since I started promoting this thing, it probably has blown up. C.J. Harvey from WCHS is now with us. Uh, your numbers have gone up since I started promoting it, right? Is that, um, is that accurate? Because that's what I'm telling people. Yeah, every time that you say something about it, we get a couple more views. I think that we just a couple, just I, I, just a couple. I, uh, plenty. No, we we do. We we get uh, a big uptick in views. It's called the Paul Swan bump. We did get that. So okay, we, we get that. That's true. Mountaineer Media Podcast. Paul Swan trend. Yeah, it trends when I when I mention it. You can download it, and <laughs> um, uh, I heard you had my back in today's episode on that show. I heard you had my back. <laughs> We did, we did. You know, Mike Hamrick um, was talking about. We were we interviewed Mike about the '75 and the, the 1970 plane crash, and, and just how important uh, you know that is still to the Marshall community and the Huntington community today, 50 years later. And you know, we started talking about some of the little, like you know, almost spiritual, philosophical kind of statistics from that game, right? Like the one that he had pointed out was that Marshall ran 75 plays, right? How cool was that? And I, he said, did you guys see that? And I said, yeah, I did see that on Twitter. Paul Swan tweeted that out. I think Mike maybe was a little disappointed that I beat him to the punch there because I saw that you had posted it before. You got a lot of love for that tweet, Paul. That was a – people did not notice that until that you had said that. But then Mike came back and said, Paul Swan is a legend down here. So that should uh, – 
if people didn't know that you were a legend before that, they certainly do now. It's official. I mean, he said it. It's official. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, why are we when reaffirming that anyway? Here's the thing. He's already been on record to call me the best. Now he's he's on record to point out that I'm a legend. So, I mean. That's true. It, no, there's, there's no taking it back now. Yeah. No. No, and as soon as I get that production element, that's going to be on this program. Just uh, that's going to run for a year solid. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Stick it in the new intro. Yeah, I think I need to retire. Paul's the best liner. I wanted to start with that one. <laughs> Paul's the best liner. Yeah, yeah, that might be. You might have just updated that one, but uh, no, we we had a great conversation with Mike for the the Mountaineer Media podcast. Um, you know, obviously this week is the week after the game, right? November 14th, they played last Saturday in Huntington. But just a great conversation with Mike about how that is still such a fabric of Marshall University here 50 years later. You're still seeing things like the Oliver's name, you know, getting named on the city block. And, and I don't know, if, you know, who saw this, but a couple of days ago, Dr. Gilbert had noted that he had signed off 37 honorary degrees for all of the student athletes that died in that plane crash. None of those guys graduated. They didn't have grad transfers back then. You know, none of those guys had their degrees. So he signed off on 37 honorary scholar or degrees from Marshall University for those guys. So, you know, here 50 years later, it's still such a, an important aspect of not just Marshall football, but Marshall University, the Huntington community. And as we kind of talk to talk about in the, the podcast episode, West Virginia as a whole. This is something that everybody in West Virginia understands and knows how important it is. WVU and Mike Marshall might have a rivalry when it comes to athletics and maybe even uh, their, their barstool and social media accounts every now and then. But certainly this is a rallying point for all West Virginians. And we had it just – Mike was awesome, as always. Mike was awesome in this interview. So, uh, yeah, make sure to go, go check it out if you haven't had a chance quite yet. Mountaineer Media Podcast. Mike Hamrick is uh, this week's – guest and um i won't spoil anything in the podcast uh since well um we want people to go listen to it but after yeah, mr hammer yeah, go, where, where do you go after mike i mean can you go anywhere else i mean i, I think you've ever well you, i mean after him who's left well there's you know there's, there's a bunch of people left ironically enough coincidentally enough we have another guy named mike next week Michael Service, do you know who that is? He's a actor musician, born in, well, he was raised in Huntington, uh, went to Yale, and, and he's traveling all over the place right now. We, uh, we're trying to set up an interview time next week, and he said, um, I might be in New York or I might be in New Orleans. I'm not sure yet. That was like yesterday. So this guy, he's, you know, he, he's traveling all over the place, but another Huntington guy. And, uh, yeah, that, that is going to be next week's episode. But, like you said, we, we've had some great people. Homer Hickam, we've mentioned before, John Ellison, uh, you know, just several guys. And a, a lot of people that you might not know about until you listen to the episode. You might not know about a guy named Kevin Combs who's in charge, you know, that helps run the Country Roads Angel Network, which is kind of like a Shark Tank-esque uh, company that helps fund – and raise startup capital for companies that are trying to get off the ground and running. And uh, Terrell Ellis, she's in charge of uh, Advantage Valley, which is trying to promote this area between Ashland and, and Charleston and Huntington up to Ripley, trying to promote uh, companies to come to West Virginia throughout that area. So 
we, we've definitely talked to some well-known and notable West Virginians telling some great stories, but we've also talked about people that are making a, a major impact and a major change in, in West Virginia's economy and community right now. So it, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a passion project. That's what we've called it. So, you know, I, I am the – you've had me on as the sports reporter for WCHS. Certainly that is my full-time job, my full-time capacity, but this has been a fun uh, pandemic-started passion project. So we, we picked this up in the middle of this pandemic, and it's been a lot of fun. So And here we are, maybe the quote of uh, the, the entire podcast, and it's for Paul Swan. How much play have you really got off that? Because, you know, I posted it. and I mean, I'm just kind of curious. Let's be serious. How much play have you really got off that? We've actually gotten a lot of play. People are starting to pick it up. And, you know, a lot of the people in the, the martial athletic circles saw that. And, you know, anybody that saw you that follows you on Twitter obviously saw that, too. So we, we did get a lot of love and a lot of uh, a couple new followers from that post. And, and at the end of the day, man, as long as you're having fun and, and being a little goofy and a little funny with everything, then uh, everything seems to be a little bit better. So, uh, yeah, the, as soon as Mike Amerkin said that, I said, oh, I got to send this to Paul. I got to I got to show this to Paul. It was the first thing that crossed my mind. <laughs> so. you, you sort of, you sort of like threw some ice water on him. Like, yeah, no, Mike, look, no, no, I already no, knew that. No, no, well, I got that already. He came back and no, no, I, I yeah, you, you can't do that. You know, when Mike speaks, you listen. But I was just so excited that I knew that he had what he was about to say. I was like, oh, I do. Uh, yeah, I know what you're about to say. So, and then I. Uh, I threw your name under there, in there, and, and obviously we, we, we got we got the quote of the year for you. But, um, hey, you know, at the end of the day, we, we said this in the podcast. Mike is just such a, a great guy. You want to talk about a down-to-earth director of athletics? Mike Hamrick is that guy, you know. I mean, he, he could uh, – he, he didn't have to speak with us. He didn't have to talk to us about, you know, 50-year anniversary of the, the plane crash, but he did. He took time out of his day to talk to us and, you know – Mike's been on your show several, several occasions, and it's just easy to get along with, easy to talk to, and, and Mike is – I don't think Mike is going to uh, feel be too upset that I uh, I stole that thunder for just a half a second there. Yeah. I mean, my name being thrown in might be the thing that upset him, but not, not <laughs> you stealing his thunder. It's oh, like, what? Geez, oh, oh yeah. that came from Swan? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks, CJ. I hope he's listening right now. That that would be great if he's listening right now. But uh, obviously, he's got a lot going on. The funny thing is, when we recorded that episode, we we recorded it on Monday. If if you're new to the Mountaineer Media Podcast, we release episodes every Thursday, and we try and get the interviews in before that, so we can kind of pre-produce, edit things. Um, and and on Monday, of course, we didn't know that Marshall wasn't playing on Saturday quite yet. And, and even in there, he goes, you know, I, I don't know if we're playing Charlotte. I, I don't know if we're going to play on Saturday. And little did, little did we know, maybe he had an inkling that there wasn't going to be a game, but unannounced to any of us, of course we had every indication that they were going to be playing on Saturday. But uh, so my point being, Mike's a busy man. Mike's a busy man. And, and we appreciated him taking some time away to speak with us. Yeah. Mike's very busy. And of course, um, tomorrow, I'm sure um, we're all going to be sitting there going, are they going to announce something? Does Mike Hamrick have a yeah. game next week? Does Mike Hamrick have a yeah. game scheduled for us next week? 
Because, you know, I'm yeah, thinking if one's going to happen, it's happening tomorrow. We're going to get an announcement tomorrow if it happens, right? Yeah, you're running out of Saturdays before that Conference USA Championship game, of course. And Rice and FIU are the two left. And, you know, there are some rumors maybe that Rice game will or won't be played. Um, you know, just a lot of – well, there's rumors swirling around every week, of course. But I thought it was funny you were talking about Marshall Boise State rescheduling for 2027. It just goes to show how, when in, in a time of desperation, how easy it is to pick up a game. Not not easy, of course. There's a lot of arrangements that need to be made. But here, Marshall's picked up Eastern Kentucky, Appalachian State, and UMass, all within two weeks' notice, basically, right? But here we are. Oh, it's like back to normal. It's like, oh, okay, schedule a game for seven years from now. So it's almost like we're back to normal again. But, uh, yeah, like you said, maybe Marshall can get one more game in there, uh, not Rice, FIU. We'll, we'll see. But, uh, hey, at the end of the day, Marshall wants to get in that Conference USA championship. doesn't matter who they play, when they play them. Marshall and Doc Holliday, they want to get in that game. And, and maybe, just maybe, depending on how the cards fall out, maybe getting one of those New Year's Six Bowls that is not off the table at all. I suggested this yesterday, Conference USA, reschedule that Rice game, kick it out, and let Marshall play Charlotte, work the schedule where you let the East Division teams play and possibly you know, make that happen. Just um, I, you know, cause I think yeah. that's more important to gain than right. Marshall-Rice means nothing. No offense to Rice, but it yeah. means nothing. No, no. And if you, you know, the, the idea of the scheduling this year is, everybody in, in that division in the East wants to play everybody in the East, everybody in the West wants to play in the West. You know, that was one of uh, conference USA's big things. Let, if you're going to play somebody, let them be in your division. So uh, I'm completely on board with that, with that idea. Yeah. Kick rice out and uh, you know, let them, let them play Charlotte. Cause Charlotte was coming to Huntington anyway. So it's not like you're losing a road game or have to, you know, make any kind of, different arrangements than what you've already had so yeah bring bring charlotte up to uh to huntington let them play that one out and and then finish off with that fiu game and hopefully december 18th marshall's in uh, that conference usa championship hopefully in huntington charlotte plays western kentucky on the 28th and then they play fiu on the 5th looking at western kentucky's schedule again i've been doing this exercise here um Western Kentucky could possibly – you could possibly move that game because Western Kentucky has been pretty fortunate. You could move that to one of those two make-up dates, and then maybe Marshall could take that 28th, that game on the 28th. I don't know. I don't know how you make that work, but yeah, that's a possibility there as well to get that in because I think you need to. You have to to make the East Division seem like you did your best – Bet you did. I mean, you did everything you possibly yeah. could to make it happen yep. to get the East team play the East, West team play the West, and so uh, that's uh, something that I hope the league's looking into. Or Marshall just rolls into the championship game without having to worry about Charlotte beating Rice and beating FIU. Yeah, maybe I don't have the Conference USA hotline. You might want to talk to Sports Information Director Jason Corrier about that one, but I think you need to get in touch with somebody down there. In uh, in Texas, and, and throw these ideas at them for conference USA rescheduling. Okay, wait a minute. You're right. Do you realize that he's not going to take that call? <laughs> Why? Jason, Jason, I, I don't know. Who are you Jason. About, Jason. 
I mean, let me, you know, let me make that call. Jason, it's Swan. Hey, I need you to get on the hotline right now and suggest this. You know, call up Russ Anderson, call up uh, Judy McCloud, call, call her, yeah, call him up right now because I've got an idea. Yeah, yep. And when he's done laughing, when he's done laughing, click, hello? He's not taking that phone call. He's not taking that phone call. Record that conversation, too, and then right after or right before the Mike Cameron, Paul Swan's a legend, you can bump that one in there, too. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, by the way, hey, tell Mr. Hamrick that, uh, you know, that this is a great idea because I'm the best and I came up with it. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see what the reply would be to that phone call. You know, you don't you don't disturb Jason Corrier with you with lunacy. You know this, CJ. He's a busy man. No, I know. I know. I know. You got to make sure you, you, you pick your battle. Pick your questions, right? You respect his you time. Know, uh, you, is exactly exactly right. Respect the man's time, busy guy, and I'm sure I would I would uh, hate to see these email chains in Conference USA anyway. I'm sure that they're crazy. Everybody's throwing around different scheduling ideas anyway. So, you know, we've played it week by week so far. Uh, another three or four weeks, I think we'll we'll be able to make it through. Mountaineer Media Podcast, C.J. Harvey, one of the hosts. It's available now, Apple Podcast or wherever you get podcast. Um, after you go get my podcast, go get his. You can listen to him back to back, and then um, um, there you go. That's an evening right there. You because yours releases on Thursday, so you can get it once a week. And um, next week, um, yeah, it's but, it's going to be different than sports, so you can pick and choose what you want to listen to, or listen to them all. Yeah, exactly right. And then, uh, like you said, while you're there, the drive by Paul Swan. Make sure to download that one. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, he's on there too. This is daily. Yeah, mine's daily. I mean, it's um, it's like forty-five minutes max. You know, it's a, uh, it's nice, like a little evening tidbit for you. You know, you know, you don't get to listen to it. You can listen to yeah. it on the podcast. I, I think we promoted yep. ourselves yep. pretty well, both of us. Uh, I think we've done a pretty good job. <laughs> I think. So. Yep, definitely. Just, definitely. Just, so, just uh, glossing yeah, each other, as uh, Jim Rome would say. <laughs> is that, <laughs> Jim Rome? I don't know if we need to compare ourselves to Jim. I don't know if that's what we want to do, but uh, thanks for having me off, Paul. Thanks for having me on, Paul. Can I can I restart my clothes there? Yes, go ahead. Restart thanks your clothes. For, go ahead. Thanks for have thanks for having me on, Paul. All right, I'll edit that out of the podcast. Don't worry, I'll fix it. <laughs> I'll fix it. Don't worry, I'll fix that's it completely. Good. There you go, CJ Harvey, Mountaineer Media Podcast. We're going to come back and hear Iron Bennett from earlier this afternoon. CJ wasn't on that call. Why? Because he's a busy man. But uh, I've got it, and CJ can listen to it as well when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. The Drive with Paul Swan. Marshall Athletic Director Mike Hamrick. He knows. Paul's the best. On ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I can't wait to update that liner. It's going to be super. It's going to be super duper. Let's put it to you that way. My camera guy, I really appreciate that guy. Uh, I don't know if I say that enough publicly, but uh, 
Uh, he's done a fantastic job at Marshall, and he's been very um, he's been very kind to me over the years, and uh, I do appreciate uh, Mike Hamrick as the athletic director at Marshall University. Welcome back. It's the drive here on ESPN ninety four point one and AM nine thirty. Had a chance uh, to join in on the Zoom call earlier today. Uh, we got to talk to several guys. Got to talk to Stevie Browning. We got to talk to Iron Bennett. Um, got to talk to Corny. Uh, today we're going to hear from Iron Bennett. He's back. He uh, he had some uh, issues uh, as well as, of course, the quarantine. So he's trying to get everything going, ready to go here. Marshall in action next week. So we start with uh, just uh, where he's been and, and what he's been doing as far as uh, this time off and away from basketball. Man, talk about all this uh, stopping practice and going back to practice. How does this affect you guys physically and mentally? Um, It's – it's very hard. Um, I mean, especially like like for me, um, last week I had to go back. Um, my grandfather had passed away, and I had to go back to his funeral and stuff. And then I came back. We were on lockdown. It's like the same thing that happened like two weeks ago. I went home to like basically for the same reason to check up on my grandfather. Came back. We were on lockdown, so it's it's just like very frustrating because like stop and go, stop and go, but like Jose said, we just gotta stay in it. Um, when we're off, and also on those like little quarantine days, just try to do as much as we can, run, work out at home, whatever. So, but it it does get very frustrating at times. Now that you're actually getting closer to an actual game being played next week, it's starting to feel like more uh, a normal rhythm is starting to finally happen. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, now that we're about to get into the season, everything is it, it's, it's kind of starting to feel a little bit normal. Um, I'm just worried about, like, still just, like, stopping and going, like, during the season. I'm just re- really worried about that because, I mean, I don't want it to happen, but it's, it's probably a good chance it will. But I just want to go through this season, have a good season, and to try to get – far as we can because yeah we definitely got to kind of team that can go go far and go to March Madness and stuff and win games we just got to do what we got to do when we get out there and perform how much Aaron how much is the uh you have to go back for your grandfather's funeral and then you're coming back and you've been and you've everything's been shut down how how is that how you handled your condition going all this um, well, when I came back, um, like I said, we were on lockdown, so I just, uh, I just really just tried to get out and run in the morning. Um, even when I was just like sitting at home at night, I was trying to do push ups, sit ups, just, just trying to do something just to keep active on our little quarantine break. Um, just, just anything I was trying to do, anything I could just, just to get a sweat in or anything, or run my dog on or anything. <laughs> now, looking at this thing as a whole, I mean, you look back to March and you go down to the Conference USA tournament, you come back, everything's changed. You're sort of on your own, you know, and especially, you know, you're a bigger guy and, and I know that uh, weight and things like that have been something that you've focused on so much. How difficult is that process when you don't have, you know, teammates pushing you every day and and uh, you sort of got to be self-motivated in those situations. Oh, yeah, um, for sure, because 
during those lockdowns, like you're you're two weeks uh, away from your teammates, two weeks like not in the gym and stuff. So, so yeah, like you you really have to be motivated. And yeah, like it's it, it's it's really hard. It's it's really hard like being on on quarantine and still having to like do what you gotta do. Like you just gotta just gotta go do it. It's it's hard at times. Sure. You know, for you and, and Goran, you know, coming back, obviously big guys conditioning is, you know, something that you will have to work toward consistently on this. How do, how do you try and keep yourself mentally from getting frustrated, uh, you know, with getting winded a little bit because you all haven't been able to do the conditioning portion and, and uh, especially as you get into next Wednesday's season opener? Um, like, for for me, I really just – don't try to give it too much thought just because it's it's really out of our control like we really don't have no control over it when we're going to stop or when we're going to start up so i just try to stay like in good spirits and when i do get back in there or when i am working out just try to go as hard as i can i mean that, that's all you really can do Iron, does this give you and will it give you more appreciation for the games you do play because you don't know how many you're going to get so you got to make every game might be precious for you guys. Oh, yes, sir. Um, that, yes, like every game is going to be very important because we won't, we won't know if next week what somebody gets, gets um, COVID and we'll be on lockdown again. So, yeah, like every game is going to be very important. And I think, uh, I think we're going to have a really good year like last year. At the end, um, when we were down there at the conference tournament, I just felt like everything was starting to come together. Everybody has been working hard, very hard this summer. Like, we've been putting in a bunch of work. We've been working on a bunch of stuff this summer. I'm just ready to get in there and get to it. Aaron, how's, how's your weight doing? It's going good. Um, yesterday, I was three, I was 313. It's been, it's been kind of hard, like, like I said, because these these last three four weeks, I've been going back and forth to North Carolina because I was just trying to be there as much as possible I could with my grandfather before he passed away, and it's been it's it's, it's been very hard um, just dealing with that and then having to come back and get back into like basketball mentality and all that like just keep like focusing. Is it? It's been pretty tough, but it's all right. Yeah. Has there been one aspect that you found the most challenging this offseason? Mm, I would say the like this summer. This summer it was it was hard for me, like when the summer first started, because like with all this COVID stuff. And we had left the tournament, came back home, and um, we, we were still in school and stuff. And I remember I had talked to Coach um, Coach Coach Dan about, like, I was like, well, like, this summer, like, I really want to work on my game, like, in the gym. And he was like, he was like, well, yeah, we could try, but, like, it's COVID stuff. I don't really know how it's going to work out and stuff. It's crazy. So... Like in the summer, like when I was down here in Huntington by myself, it was just, I felt like it was kind of, 
it took me a little while for me to get back in like the working out stage and like especially like doing it on myself like discipline myself to get up in the morning like at eight or nine and go run like that that, that was very hard that that was very hard for me for for a while but i mean once you get into it it's like a routine i guess so it got easier and easier one more question. How much, how much more did you have to focus on the dietary aspect of the last eight months since the season ended because you weren't able to get in the gyms? Um, I had to, I had to focus on it um a lot really because, like you said, we we haven't been in the gym and stuff as often. We can't, we really can't get in there. Um. I think just this week they just started allowing us to get like extra hours in. So, like it's it's just been hard. Like I I really been having to like watch what I eat. Like it's it it gets hard sometimes because then like I I'll eat something good like yesterday like I had a salad before practice but then like I don't have enough energy like so like you it it, it gets tough it, it gets tough sometimes. That's Iron Bennett. Heard him earlier this afternoon in his uh, press conference on Zoom. We will continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. I want to thank my guest today, C.J. Harvey from WCHS-TV and, of course, his podcast, the Mountaineer Media Podcast, in which he spoke with Mike Hamrick, Athletic Director of Marshall University, earlier in the week. And you can hear that now on his podcast. Also, coming up tomorrow on the program, uh, we've got Friday. We've got Friday to try to sort out are we going to see a game announced for Marshall next weekend? That's a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that's a possibility. We're kind of in that time frame now. If something's going to be announced, this would be that sweet spot where that announcement is being made. So we're going to see what happens tomorrow. So we'll do it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Coming up at 7 o'clock tonight, following our news, we'll have the Doc Holiday Show, 7.05 airtime. Coming up tonight, Doc Holiday. I'm sure he'll have a lot to say after this thing was canceled. And, of course, he'll be looking back on the game against Middle Tennessee. So that's coming up tonight, followed by Thursday Night Football, the Arizona Cardinals at Seattle Seahawks. That game, 8 o'clock is our airtime. Listen to it right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And that's going to do it for this edition of the program. Don't forget, you can listen to us anytime on demand. Just go to our podcast, and you can listen to today's program or any edition of the show. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for this edition. Thanks for joining me, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.
WRBC Huntington, W227BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.